Okay, let me get my notes in here. Sam, you have notes? Very, uh, just a few. Let me take a big cough before I do this. <coughs> um, and I'll take a drink of water. Okay, and uh, yeah, so I think we are in it. And welcome to the Lunch Podcast, episode two. Um, this is the podcast about lunch. Uh, I think a thing you do in podcasts is in the first episode, you kind of like say an intro and you bumble through it, and then, and then you, you just, then you're tied to it. And you, then you, you say are. it every single time, forever and ever. Yeah, and people like it; they love it. Uh, I don't remember saying anything uh, funny last episode. At all. No. So maybe we can stumble upon something this time, but uh, welcome to, uh, maybe I said the lunch podcast, the podcast about lunch. That's a, that's a placeholder for a catchphrase. It is Uh, true. It is what it is. (laughs) We'll we'll think of a better one. Uh, So to the listeners uh, who are in the millions, because before the first episode came out, we went viral and then I assume that the first episode hasn't been released yet, but I assume that between then and now the the backlash will have occurred and yeah. uh, people are probably rioting in streets, holding up signs with their faces on them. Uh, uh, I hope not. It's but it's it's going to happen. It's pandemonium. They're pissed. Uh, but for all those people, we are also um, recording yes. a new we're here. Yeah, we're heroes. Uh, be, that's the, the backlash, the backlash. But uh, to all the people out there, we probably sound a little bit different because we're using a different um, way of recording. So if you don't recognize my voice, I am Casey uh, at Casey on Twitter and Alex. Uh, yeah, I'm Casey's friend, Alex. And uh, I am at uh, Socket Quest on Twitter. Okay. Which... Uh, do you want to give the story of Socket Quest, or is that just going to be a mystery? Uh, I don't know. It's two words that sound good. Okay, cool. Not going to. What have you been up to? Um, you know, not too much. I, uh, I, I, I think I for terms of a podcast, like, when, when you got to, like, say what you, you got to say something, you just can't be like, no, I didn't do anything. You know, I that sucks. stared at a wall. Um... Really good question. What have I been up to? You know, I, I do these videos. I make videos and stuff. And to me, it's not a fun process. It's a it's a process of doing something and then hating it and then making 15 revisions. And uh, mm-hmm. so basically, I've just spent probably uh, 25 hours this week just making very small tweak to a video until I think it might be funny, but by that point I've seen it so many times. I, I don't even know. You think, uh, by editing it right, it'll become funny. That's the idea. Yeah. You kind of, uh, pick away at it until something funny is, uh, is revealed. But, uh, is that all I've done? Hmm. Yeah. 
you know, oh boy, really, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about all I've done. I saw the movie High Life in theaters. Um, when I, what is this? It's, uh, is Robert it, is Pattinson that... is in space. The, um, I don't know who that is, uh, but, uh, how was it? It was, um, well, okay, so it's a very French, uh, it's in English, but the director's French, and it's a very French space movie. So you think, like, what if a space movie was also about incest? Okay. Um, and that's kind of where you're at with High Life. Is that what you associate with French movies? I think so. They love it. They're nuts about it. I haven't seen a lot of French movies, but I think they're all about incest. Yeah, I, I- that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, who does he have incest with? Um, well, I didn't even know that it, cause I'm, I'm so American that I didn't even like know to think about it. But a thing in the movie is that he's like trapped in a spaceship with his daughter. And then I read, a, I read a, like an and interview. You, you with didn't the think that they might be related? No, no, I didn't think that it was a incestuous, uh, subtext. Oh. And, uh, and then I read an interview with the director and she was like, uh, you know, uh, will the father and the daughter start a new life together as uh, creating children? Who knows? Um, yeah, I guess so, they have to, right? I, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, bad luck. Nobody else here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds um, unpleasant to watch. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, also Andre 3000's in it. Really? He's got a small role. That's cool. Uh, what about you? You been up to anything? Uh, I think I got addicted to drugs this week because okay. I've been taking this uh, anti-anxiety medicine uh, and I haven't been taking it as directed. Okay. Uh, so I've just been taking a lot of it. Okay. And it feels great when you're on it. Um, and then when it wears off, uh, it's, uh, unbearable to, uh, to do anything. Yeah. So, are we talking, uh, 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 in here? Uh, yeah. Okay. I can take, so yeah. Anyway, uh, you ever been addicted to, uh, drugs, Casey? Um, you know, I've wondered sometimes I, um, I had a surgery once and I spent about two weeks laying in bed taking Vicodin. And then afterwards, I kind of had this like jokey sense of like, haha, what if I like bought some more Vicodin or something? <laughs> um, just as a joke. Yeah, like as a joke. Like, what if I just like, I don't know, went on Craigslist or something and like uh, asked for Vicodin? Um, but um, yeah, and so I still think about it sometimes. Oh. Um, yeah. So kind of worried about that, but. Uh... Hopefully that'll work out. Yeah, I think the it, yeah, I I think it's uh it's all about finding the balance. Mm. Yeah, I, took I haven't, this. Hmm? haven't done that so far, but no. Well, I, I mean, I guess eventually I'm going to run out, uh, and then I'll have to get more. Yeah, but I but it's prescribed, so I guess it's not. Well, yeah, I might just might just do this forever. But uh, what were you saying? I got this anti-anxiety medicine called a uh, propanolol, mm-hmm. and I hated it. Have you ever tried that one? Uh, I can never remember the names of these things, uh, except for clonopin, because uh, that one, I don't know. But all the other ones, I always forget. 
Yeah, propanolol sucks. Um, it just kind of felt like, uh, I don't know, it's like the worst anti-anxiety. It just kind of feels like I'm underwater or something, and not in a good way. Uh, well, like, not anxious when you're underwater. I guess so. Like, I just feel like dumb, though. It's a famously calm place to be. Is, I, I have uh, drowning. I've heard that people do feel kind of calm when they're drowning. It's like uh, the last second before you die is very uh, much like freezing to death. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've almost drowned before and I didn't like it. Well, you didn't get far enough. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, you got once you true. power through the rough part. Yeah. You find the sweet spot. You ever almost drown? I, you know, I jumped into a pool once when I was a little kid because I thought I could swim and I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, a mistake. Yeah. I think everyone does it once. Um, you just kind of think like, you know, uh, babies can swim. Uh, I can probably still do it. Um, but I couldn't. But I think like you, I didn't get far enough. I didn't. Uh, you really got to power through it. You ever fall into water thinking you can't swim and then you find out actually you, you can swim and it doesn't kill you? Um, no. Has it happened to you? Yeah. It's like you, you would, you'd fall, you'd fall into the water, right? And you think, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to die. I'll, you know, have to go to the hospital. But actually, you can just swim around down there and there's stuff down there. So that's, uh, that's like the opposite experience and it's kind of fun. It's a pleasant surprise, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. A lot of times I'd prefer to not be able to swim because it's just a hassle. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would take a lot of the load off me. It's like um, how if you if you know CPR, you have to do CPR if someone's like dying in front of you. Yeah, it's like if you don't know how to swim, that's like a good excuse for not having to do some stuff sometimes. Yeah, I, I could use that. That'd be a... Yeah, that, that that come up a lot for me. Another thing that happened was I was taking a shower and uh, like like a sheet of hair fell out. Huh? So, out of the front or the back or? I don't know. Just just a lot of hair fell out and uh, been feeling kind of uh, sick. Uh, could be a seasonal thing. <laughs> Hope so. It's that classic seasonal hair loss. Yeah, it's not just that. It's just. Uh, I mean, also, I guess it could be the, I mean, not, not probably not the hair loss, but just, you know, feeling tired all the time and, uh, and itchy. Yeah. So do you think you'll, do you think you'll have hair? Do you, uh, do you see yourself going bald in the future? Um, I never, I always think of myself as a guy who has hair. Yeah. But, um, no, I think I'm definitely going to lose it and, uh, don't like that. But I think. I'm just going to lean into being a guy with a big bald spot. I think it's a good look. Are you, you're not going to shave it? No. I'm yeah. just, because everyone does that. And then there's just one kind of guy, you know? Yeah. And you, uh, you grow a beard. That's dumb. I, I tried to grow a beard this week too. Not on yeah, purpose, but I, I just forgot how to, I forgot to shave. Uh, I forgot how to not have a beard and, uh, yeah, just too itchy. And I just shaved it this morning. So. But yeah, I think I'm just going to be like, you're just going to be like a, a guy with like really long hair in the back and then a huge bald spot is the look to go for. I call that like the um, high school band instructor look. Hmm. Um, yeah, like I guess 
I think it's a good look. It's very distinguished if you do it right. Maybe get like a a pince nez, those little glasses. Yeah, I would say, I mean, that's like the look, that's what like Lennon's hair look like. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. My high school band instructor was like, he looked like a, a ring, le- or like a, a circus ringmaster kind of guy. Okay. Like he had a, he had a curly mustache and just hair on the sides. My guy looked like, um, like he was from the 1700s. Like he was one of the founding fathers. Oh, I don't think that's a universal experience. Like, uh, oh no. Well, it sounds like they both are kind of uh, uh, weird men from the past. Not not normal guys. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. Do you think that they still do circuses? Uh, yeah, but probably not like the the cool like. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is probably very like romanticizing the past, but I feel like there might have been something kind of like independent about the circus now. And now it's just like too big and uh, used to be able to like abuse the animals a lot. And yeah, uh, that's the thing is they probably still are doing that, but it's it's all corporate, you know. Yeah. You used to be able to just have like uh, like a animal you poached from Africa and just bring them over in a cage and just show them to people and let them throw shit at it. Yeah, and you can't not do that like, anymore. If not like a child that they bought from some like uh, yeah, or a person. child, or like a guy with a weird uh, body problem. Yeah, that's look okay. I I say bring back the old circus. Well, you're just allowed to see that online now. That's true. Yeah, what's the point? Back back then, like the guy with the really long neck, neck, like he would just be in the circus. But now he gets to be on Instagram and in the uh, rap videos. <laughs> Are we talking about the wide neck, thin neck guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would be in the circus, but now they get to be, you know, they get to be online. So it's it's just kind of mood, I guess. I hope those guys are still doing okay. I know the wide neck guy was in prison for a while, and then he came out and had kind of like a Twitter thing going. Hmm. Um, and I was getting a lot of, like, recommended posts of the wide neck guy, even though I wasn't following him. And I, I haven't haven't seen those lately. He's probably just you know he's he's paying to promote himself. You know, he wants everyone to see him. He's doing like book signings. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's not that much stuff you can do about having a really wide neck, but it is funny. I think so. Yeah, and he he's teamed up with the really thin neck guy, and they made videos together. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. Uh-huh. Hair falling out, uh, maybe addicted to drugs now. And uh, you've been working on editing a video. Yeah, I'm addicted to editing video. It sounds like you didn't like it. I, uh, no, it, it, I don't like it. I hate it. But at the end, you're done with it. And then on to the next one, baby. Yeah, and I do like being on the drugs. Oh, yeah, okay. So then I, I think just... of, the, of the two of us. Yeah. One of us had fun. Well, yeah, I don't know if it was fun, but it's it's good to uh, be able to to do basic tasks. Yeah. Now, as a way of, I don't know, like wanting it less, do you think that like listening to the really bad Xanax rap music would make you, I don't know, think it's less cool? No, because I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it's the same thing as Xanax, right? I, I think they're both 
chemically uh, in the same ballpark, I think. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Like when you hear people talking about Xanax, it's like that's not the feeling I have. Okay. Like, like they don't talk about. Oh, it's it's so fucking cool that I can uh, go to a cashier and look at them. Like that's not a thing that yeah. they rap about. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just thinking kind of like how, you know, you might think that smoking weed is cool, but then you uh, listen to anybody talk about it or. um, Yeah, it sucks, man. It's pretty bad. Um, So maybe that's the thing. Maybe you can find like a really whack like Reddit about um, (laughs) taking clonopin. (laughs) Yeah, let's see. I'll see if they have that later. Uh, Um, So, yes. So my my assertion that. Clonix and uh, clonopin and Xanax are the same thing. Well, lead me to my next thing I wanted to talk about, which is um, I want to do a segment called Casey Corrections. Okay, yeah, I had some corrections too, but I wasn't sure if I was gonna I was gonna do them or not. But let's see what yours are. Okay, I um, yeah. So we, we talked for about an hour last week, and I statistically will say. I say about 30% of what I say is, is factually incorrect. So uh, mm. just, just to run down the list here, we were talking about the Plowman's Lunch. Yes. Um, I asserted that Plowman's Lunch has mashed potatoes and peas in it. Yep. And I, uh, I said not correct. And yeah. let's see who is right there. No, no, you, you were right. Um, I want to go on the record and say I was talking about shepherd's pie. Oh, uh, yeah. Shepherd's pie is great. Which uh, I don't think it has peas in. It. I never put peas in it. I think it's at least has potatoes in it. Oh, it definitely sorry. has potatoes. On I top. was at least half right. <laughs> if you have to correct your correction, that's good. Start hey, losing a lot of credibility. That's a self-sustaining industry, baby. <laughs> yeah. Need more content for the back pages of this newspaper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Plowman, Shepherd, basically. That's the the mistake. That makes sense. Yeah. They're both kind of rustic rural occupations. One of them has a pie, one of them has a lunch. Um, And then next up, uh, well, do you have, do you want to trade off? I have a correction that you messed up. Uh, Okay. We were talking about there's a movie where Jack Nicholson is horny and likes to fuck. And you said it was, okay, I'm glad you you said it was about Schmidt and it it was uh, something's got to give. So that's a, that's a correction. Uh, I said I didn't know, and you said that's what it was. So that's that's another I, point against you. Yeah. Okay. So I was hoping that you'd be correcting yourself, but this is uh, no. This works too. Um, yeah, I would have corrected that one too. It didn't feel right, but I didn't know what it was. So I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta say you don't know. <sighs> it's tough. Um, okay. And then speaking of not knowing, I also asserted that I know it when I see it was a quote by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Oh, is that not? Damn. Incorrect. It was a uh, Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart. Okay. Well, that all right, that's a point against both of us cuz I did think that was right too. Uh yeah. So, to all the Supreme Court justice nuts out there, I'm sorry. I'm going to get Again, we haven't released the first episode yet, but I I don't know what the backlash is going to be, but there, it's probably going to be that. That's probably what's going to get people angry. Well, there's probably a lot of like legal scholars who are going to be like writing stuff and they're going to say, you know, Clarence Thomas said this and then they're going to like fuck up their papers. 
because they were listening to this, you know. I I hate to think that's going to happen, but I am worried that it will. Potter Stewart, huh? Potter Stewart, yeah. Don't know him. Um, yeah, I think he only did that one quote. That was, and then, then his retired, died. Don't know his his dying wish was, please don't associate that quote with me. <laughs> she maybe associate with this other guy, Clarence Thomas. That's probably what it was. There was a disinformation campaign where Potter Stewart tried to pawn the quote off. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that with uh, Supreme Court these days. Do you have any other corrections or just one? Uh, just that one, but uh, something's got to go. Okay. Uh, my other one is that I made a guess as to what Ecuadorians eat. And um, <laughs> I said pupusas, uh, which is a South American food. They do eat pupusas in El Salvador and Honduras, but uh, not Ecuador. Uh, so apologies to the people of Ecuador and to El Salvador and to Honduras. And Julian Assange, because you're saying that's what he was eating. Yes. And, you know, I should have looked up what they do eat in Ecuador, but um, I'm going to guess again and say a nice sandwich. Yeah, that sounds right. So, Julian Assange, sorry for uh, guessing wrong about what you eat. Uh, it's probably a sandwich. You ever have a Cuban sandwich? Yes. What do you think? They're good. Yeah, the one I had, I didn't like that much, but okay. I only had, I only tried it once, and uh, it was at the Cheesecake Factory. So, mm, yes, that's kind of a a mixed bag there. I, I don't. The Cheesecake Factory's menu is so big that it has ads in it, and that it's 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 spiral bound. Like they have yeah. so many things, and I don't think I like anything on that menu. I think, um, honestly, yeah. I mean, do you like cheesecake? Yeah, I do like cheesecake, but that, but the in terms of entrees, not great. I think that's where they get you. Is the cheesecake is good, and then they just do like every country in the world's food. Okay. Yeah, but also I don't think we should be allowed to talk about chain restaurants on here. So yeah, gonna, okay, we're gonna cut that part out because uh, that's fair. We'll bleep yeah. it out. So they don't know who we're talking about. Yeah, I just mean uh, I think that's covered in the. Uh, the oh, podcast really? world. It, just, <laughs> I, there's some guys who do stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was Casey Corrections. Uh, do we have lunch news? Uh, yeah, I have a few lunch stories here. Yeah, um, sure. We, we can switch off. I prepared some too. Okay, great. I've noticed that when you search for lunch news, you get a lot of like school lunch debates. Yeah. Should they be allowed to have soda? Uh, how come in other countries the food looks normal and in America it looks like prison stuff? Like, yeah, those are the big school lunch debates. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. I just realized I'm using an ad blocker. This is great content. The website does not want to run for me. Uh, well, what ad blockers do you use? Uh, is there one? I think it's just called ad blocker, right? Uh, I, I use a thing called Ad Muncher, and it's a picture of a sheep, and uh, it's pretty good. Is it good enough that the websites don't know you're using it? That would be the best for me. Is that uh, it? Like it, they go, they go in in cycles where for a while it's great, and then every so often it'll, they'll 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 figure them out, and then they'll change their thing again. It's like uh, 
it's like if you used to pirate video games, there would be a thing like mm. that where uh, they would they would they would ha- they would be able to crack all the games for a while, and then they would get a new thing, and they'd be like, "All right, you have to wait for wait for the guys to make a new thing that that gets around the security." Yeah. Well, I don't like it when websites call me out on using an ad blocker. It's uh, it's rude. Also, um, Washington Post and New York Times. I've started to um, get more diligent about their five articles or 10 articles a month limit. Mm-hmm. It used to be that you could open up a incognito window and then keep reading them. But now they, they know somehow. Oh yeah. How do they get around that? I don't, I don't know, but I, yeah. So it, it's no good. They got to let us do, I say I'm a libertarian on the internet. Bring it all back. Yeah. No rules. No rules. Get on tour. Um, Okay, so this first article I have is called These Tech Companies Want to Use AI to Make You Lunch at Work. Mm -hmm. Bite Foods and Chowbotics Aim to Revolutionize What We Eat at Work. Uh, And it's basically the the meat of this is that these awful Silicon Valley tech companies have created um, robots that make salads for you. And there's a huge advantage to this, I'm sure. Uh, yes, it's that you don't have to leave the office. You're right, but they already do that. Like, like these tech companies, like it's like it's like if you're uh, like a child, like you can just everything's inside there, and you can have a nap, and you can you can go down to the cafeteria. But uh, there's no reason why a robot needs to make the salad. Like, at least you could just do your own salad bar. But I guess they don't have to pay people to work in the cafeterias. I think that's probably what it is. They want to make it so that these offices are nothing but uh tech people. If there's someone who doesn't know how to code in that office, that's a that's a negative. Yeah. And it is. Um so yeah, they pay $30,000 for these machines and then they uh they make salads for you. It's just a big robot claw just grabbing a pile of lettuce. Yeah, which is one of those it. things yeah, and it's one of those things that sounds so cool. Like it, it should be cool. Mm. I remember being really impressed once as a child when there was a vending machine that would make you a burger, and mm-hmm. it was in a hospital, uh, and you could kind of like see it move along in there, and that is pretty cool. Uh, but a big robot, you know, like uh, claw machine claw grabbing salad parts and throwing them in a bowl, I'm not as impressed by. I guess I've never seen the robot uh, that makes hamburgers. Well, it was it was just a conveyor belt, and like uh, I don't know, a light goes on, and and then the cheese melts. Well, it was a bad burger, from I remember. Okay, but, but it was it's a nice thing in a hospital. Yeah. So, uh, my my official ruling on this is uh, no good. I say. I don't want robots making salads. No, I don't want their dirty hands touching my food because <laughs> they don't wash their hands. I think I'm sure. Yeah, they're probably just yeah, it's covered in dressing all the time. Yeah, picking their nose, scratching themselves. Don't want it. Don't want it near my food. Don't trust did, them. Did you see any of the um, the stuff about like the Theranos blood testing device? Uh, no. I haven't seen it. Uh, I just know uh, it, it's very funny and people like it. And also, I guess you can like just have a scam company and it doesn't matter. Like, I guess you don't get in trouble for that. 
Yeah. So that's cool. And then, if, and in fact, you get people just make documentaries about you and uh, and a podcast about you, and uh, it's it's fine. There's really no downside to any of it. Yeah. There's there's no reason not to just go for it. But what um, was what was the thing about the blood? Oh, it's just that these machines they like are supposed to kind of take a thing of blood and like put little drops into thirty different holes, but. Um, Actually, the blood just like spills everywhere and gets into the crevices, and so the machine just starts to like fill up with dried blood and stuff. That's um, cool. And gets really gross inside of there. So that's probably what this robot looks like. It's probably got like crusted up French dressing. Yeah, you'd think they could at least get that part right. Like even if the thing they're not doing with the blood testing is like physically possible, like at least they could shoot the blood in the holes right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, apparently not. It's. The yeah, they're just soaked in blood. Uh, so yeah, what's your new story? Okay, uh, Libyan humanitarian crisis worsens as over 170 killed, 18k displaced in warlord assault in on Chipotle. Uh, so this one, it sounds like there's some some attacks in uh, in Libya. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess there's a warlord. Uh, and this happened on April 5th, according to the UN. And uh, yeah, the, the fighting pits, the UN-backed government of national accord against a militia led by former Libyan general Khalifa Haftar, who already controls most of, much of eastern Libya. So what is, what's your take on this? Um, well, I, I guess I have the question of what's the lunch connection? Uh I mean, I guess in any humanitarian crisis, gotta wonder what they're eating. Yeah, um, rice. Yeah, I don't want to guess too closely this time around. <laughs> so you're just gonna—we're gonna say they have green. Probably they, they probably have some kind of green rice. I'd imagine they have sort of like a starchy staple food that they eat, uh, and then couscous. Yeah, I don't want to get that. Uh, that's specific, but I'm going to imagine there's they're sort of a, a starchy staple. And then uh, I guess like other stuff that you can eat with that that is sort of makes up the bulk of the diet in Libya. Um, yeah, I guess that's interesting. What's the article from? Is it like a BBC article? Uh, let's see. This is on uh, democracynow.org. Okay. Um, it's interesting framing that the they kind of like frame it because this government is as i understand it is basically set up by nato the current libyan government mm-hmm. and then this militia is run by a general of the military which i think in the Gaddafi era like the military was the government so it just sounds like it's the old government trying to take over again uh yeah it does sound like that um but they kind of have it in this like make it sound like it's a much more small potatoes thing well, yeah, I mean, just say, I, yeah, by the way, this guy, this militia guy also controls the entire eastern part of the country. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think lunch, lunch podcast, uh, official take, uh, Khalifa Haftar, legitimate ruler of Libya. We're yeah, say. that's I'm going to go on the record saying, uh, yeah, let my man have his country back. <laughs> let my man have his country back. Uh, and we're, and we're going to assume he used to be part of the old, old government. Um, yeah, if he was a general, I, I, yeah, I feel yeah. pretty good saying that. 
Yeah, he's allowed to probably lead now. This is a bit like uh, the Houthi rebels in Yemen um, and how they were this ragtag group that happened to be led by um, the former president of Yemen and how that was kind of breezed over. Yeah. Although but, that's a bit complicated know. because then they later turned on him and then killed him. But uh, that was one of the, the international uh, conflicts that was complicated. But this one, simple, <laughs> where we support Khalid Iftar here. Yeah, unconditional support. <laughs> For life. Yeah. I'm going to look up a picture of this guy. Oh, yes, dual citizenship in the U.S. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, sounds like a good guy. Looks cool. Does he wear a lot of uh, medals? Uh, in some of the pictures he does, and other ones he wears a normal suit. So, uh, in one of them he has, like, a Russian hat. Okay, cool. So, that's... Mm, gotta be worried about that, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and there's yes. some cool political cartoons of him that uh, are not in English. Uh, this is Gaddafi's old foe in this picture. So, uh, okay, we're, we're gonna fig- we're gonna figure this one out, and uh, we're gonna get back to you. Yeah, but I feel like we can just definitely go on the record now and saying we support this guy <laughs> unconditionally. Yeah, I do. We'll look, we'll look up the details later, but for right now, all I know is that this guy is definitely the good guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so my next news story is bar owners hope to get stolen items back, offer to buy lunch and clothes for people who took them. Uh, Evansville, Indiana. The owners of High Score Saloon in Evansville are looking for two people who jumped the gate and stole from them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is nice, I think. Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, that sounds nice. Just a story of lunch brings people back together. Um, I don't know what was stolen. Um, it didn't say. So I have to assume that what was stolen wasn't also a lunch. Yeah. No, I guess it was a, uh, maybe it was a beer because it was a bar. Yes. Or a spittoon. Yeah. Or a spittoon or a jukebox or, well, I guess, no, this is stuff that belonged to the patrons, right? Um, yeah, they no, I think it belonged to the saloon. So this place called the High Score Saloon in Evanston, Evansville, Indiana. Ooh, High Score Saloon. OK, I'm interested. Um, so it's arcade. That's also a saloon. Yeah. Gamers and cowboys side by side. That's the dream. Uh, <laughs> heaven on earth. And uh, yeah, and so some people stole from them. And they're gonna they're gonna reconcile with lunch. You ever been to a bar that's also an arcade? Yeah, I have. Uh, what do you think? Good, I think, bad. Um, you know, they're always a little bit crowded. I think. Yeah. Um, and I probably could do with just I don't know. Like I don't go to just an arcade very often, and I don't know if there really are that many straight up arcades. Yeah. In the world. Yeah, there's like one, and it's in like uh, New Hampshire. Is that the one that uh, Billy Mitchell goes to? To yes, and actually, keep the records on Donkey Kong. It's not New Hampshire. I, uh, damn, I've been there uh, before. I knew who he was. Uh, I, I think I want to say it's in Maine, but uh, I went there, and there's a there was a giant picture of him on the wall, given the like Trump double thumbs up thing, <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, it says this is 
perfect score in Pac-Man. Oh, didn't you buy his hot sauce? Yeah, I did buy his hot sauce once, and uh, it came with the label printed upside down. So, uh, uh, and I complained. I complained, and he gave me uh, two new ones with the label hey, printed the right way. So, look, Billy Mitchell, uh, stand-up guy. I I know that he's had some of his records called into question recently. I think. Yeah, he's gotten in some trouble. That, but it is funny. Uh, but as far okay, so Billy Mitchell, stand-up guy. He also gets the full con- unconditional support of Lunch Podcast. Yeah. Uh, and also go on the record and say, fuck that main guy from King Kong. Yeah. Not that uh, cool. Take care of your kids, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got fired from your job, so you play King Kong, Donkey Kong all day? Can't relate to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go get a real job, guy. Yeah. Play a better game. <laughs> I, uh, I I recently beat the first level of Donkey Kong for the first time. The first time, wow. Yeah, I um I just I realized one day that my whole life I've never made it past that first level, so I, I buckled down and played it online until I did. Oh, uh, you played like oh that's I don't think I, w- I don't know if that counts, but no, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm sure it counts, but keyboard? you know if it's it, I just mean if it's online, it might not be. You know, it wouldn't count for a record. Yeah, well, I think if I go to a real arcade now, I have a decent shot of winning at least the first level. Yeah, this is a is a very uh, a normie take, but uh, it's really it's really that second level that gets you. The, uh, that's, that spring is uh, it's hard to, hard to dodge. Yeah, uh, haven't beaten that one yet. Yeah, don't bother. It's not it's not good. It doesn't have an ending. Uh, Donkey Kong shit game, and I don't like that guy. The the Donkey Kong himself? Yeah, I don't like Donkey Kong. Who I believe, um, hmm, it's also what, Cranky Kong? Is that, do you follow the, the deep mythology of? Uh, I don't believe in that stuff. The Congress? Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's fan fiction. Don't care. <laughs> but, uh, I guess you could say he's Cranky Kong. I guess that's right. Uh, it is funny that Cranky Kong has a dead wife uh, <laughs> who shows up in the game as a ghost. I like that. And I like uh, Lanky Kong. But in general, I don't like the Kongs. And uh, they're weird to me. And uh, I don't like the way they look or move. I always thought it was strange that they cussed in that Donkey Kong rap song. Uh, let's see. What, are, what is the cuss? They say hell? They say, I think they say someone's a hell of a guy. Yeah. 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 They do say Chunky Kong is a hell of a guy. It's inappropriate. Yeah. But g- great great intro to a song or to a game you know uh they're gonna open this up with a rap song they not a lot of games yeah. yeah can't think of any other games that have their own rap like that uh parappa the rapper all right well that doesn't count but sure i mean that's a rap game so it doesn't really count uh do you have another lunch story yes uh okay gonna be honest uh, the, the original story I had was Northern Ireland journalist shot dead and calculated killing during unrest. But okay, so I was gonna, I, it's I interesting was gonna you predict- do this because I want to make a point here of saying that at one point um, we talked about doing this day in lunch history. Yeah. Um, and I actually decided not to do that because it's April 19th, which is like the anniversary of so many um, mass murders. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm glad you're bringing it back anyway. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm not going to do this because I knew the first thing you're going to say is, what's the lunch connection? And I was going to yeah. be like, shit, I can't do that. Okay. Uh, does seem bad, though. Saw it on, uh, on here. Uh, instead, I have this other story. Uh, Sussex school staff accused of taking away students' lunches when account balances get low. Uh, okay. This is a thing you hear about sometimes. Uh, seems bad. I think, right? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, why? Okay, here's my official stance. Lunch for kids. Are we talking like, uh, is this America? Sussex? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, make school lunches free. Yeah. It's so weird that they're not. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And sometimes they are. It's like, but it's like, you have to get. You have, you have to you have to like prove that you're poor enough to get a free lunch. Yeah, you have to prove you're poor enough and uh that's never that doesn't feel good. Uh and then you gotta be a teacher and you gotta uh take a kid's food away from them, which is cool. Yeah, um that's what everyone gets into teaching to do is to That's the dream. Tell a kid, sorry, you can't have food today. Uh yeah, or not this just fucking take that blue plate with the segments and just smack it down to the ground which honestly i don't know why they would do that it's uh it's wasteful it's wasteful and uh but they gotta learn somehow um have you been in contact with any um teenagers in the last uh nine years uh yeah i have because i know that one of the big things people are angry about in the world is michelle obama and her lunch stuff. But I don't know. Has it actually made a difference? Like, has, is lunch different now than it was 10 years ago? Uh, I've been in contact with, with, with teens, uh, but I have not asked them uh, about their lunch. Uh, okay. Their school lunch. Uh, I do remember when I was in, I think, middle school. Uh, it was when they took away the soda machines and replaced them with different stuff, like water and juice. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's going to make you too fat, I guess. Because you're filling up on all that school soda. <laughs> uh, what is Michelle Obama's thing that lunch should be healthier or just better? Um, I think both. Yeah, I think the ideal cafeteria was the cafeteria at uh, Ikea. Like, if, if, if lunch was like that, that would be great. I can get on board with that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I was also thinking, I think about this every time I go to Ikea, is that if and when uh, I'm eventually homeless, that's a great place to go to get a meal because it's so cheap and they give you a pretty good amount of food. Yeah, uh, and also you can just hang out on the couches and stuff all day. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's, they got to not let you do that somehow, but it does seem like you probably could. And uh, maybe you could take pictures and... Like, make it look like you live in a house if you need to lie to someone and say that you have a house. Have you seen the video online where it's um, a bunch of old guys, like, uh, smoking a bong, I think? Maybe, I think it's one old guy and then a couple young guys smoking a bong, and then it pans out to reveal that they were inside of an Ikea the whole time. No, that sounds great. Yeah, everyone go check that video out. I don't know how to find it. Search for... um, Old guy smoking a bong inside of Ikea. 
Yeah, I'm going to search for that right now. Um, guy smoking. Bong. Yep, it's a Google suggestion. Uh, oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, this video kind of uh, uh, spoils it because uh, the Stoner Nation Twitter account uh, writes, this dude is literally smoking at Ikea, which <laughs> ruins the joke. Stoner Nation, think this through. Okay, this is my number one complaint of Stoner Nation is they don't really understand punchlines. Um, okay, I know we're recording a podcast, but now I'm watching this video, too. <laughs> um, he's not as old as I thought he would be. Yeah, he's... He just has a weird mustache. Oh, yeah. he's just, Okay, so just for everyone who's not watching it, he's smoking a bong, he's drinking a beer. He just he's got a shirt a beer. with a B on it. I don't know how they did this. Yeah, okay, so there's five kids and an old man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they just let you do whatever you want in Ikea. So there you have it. If you're ever homeless, you can just live in Ikea. And Yeah, I was in Ikea you- once. I was looking through the fake books they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all in Swedish, most of them. Uh, but uh, one of them was written in, and uh, they wrote uh, a link to their Instagram account inside the fake book at Ikea. I guess, I guess a form of viral advertising. But I okay. think they spelled it wrong because I tried to go to it and it didn't work. Uh, or maybe they got banned uh, for doing this kind of thing. Too many followers. <laughs> yeah, our Ikea contacted them. I was like, you gotta, this guy's fucking up our store. That's pretty good marketing, though, to just write your name in one single Ikea book. (laughs) On just one of the pages inside the book, yeah. Yeah, so anyone who goes to that one book and turns to page, how many pages are in the book? Uh, Let me see. Let me remember how many pages are in the book at Ikea. It's a normal size book. I don't know. Okay, so like a full size, like 200 or so? Yeah. Wow. And they wrote a heart next to it, which... That gears in my head start spinning, I think. All right, well, perhaps this is an account. Uh, you know, maybe there's some good stuff to look at on here. Uh-huh. If, they're, if they're putting a heart next to their name. Uh, but it didn't work, so. Well, um, I, 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 hope, I hope at some point in the future you find another person who wrote their name on the inside of a book at Ikea. Yeah. You ever go on Instagram and... Uh, and like, uh, I guess you're supposed to go on there and like jack off the stuff on there <laughs> is what that website's for. I think that's the main purpose. Yeah. Um, or or you there. can post, post art. I guess you can post uh, a first hand, a first person picture of you drawing something sped up. That's, yeah. the, that's the other thing you can do on Instagram. Um, I mostly just go there to make boomerangs of myself putting a chip in my mouth. Uh, and boomerang is the video that uh, it's a video and it loops and it reverses. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's a good name because I don't know that that's what it is, but that makes sense. Um, <laughs> like, like TikTok, couldn't guess what that is if you didn't know. But boomerang makes sense. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah, they're great. It's um, if you ever want to see someone almost eat a chip. I say boomerangs are the way to go. Yeah, and you can see those on uh, on Casey's Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I did. Do you have any more news stories? No, I think uh, two each is good. Okay, great. So next up is... Yeah, we're up to the, the grand finale. 
Um, the thing everybody's been waiting for. Lunch reviews. So here's the question is, have you eaten a lunch in the last uh, seven days uh, since our last episode? No. I did try, though. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about a lunch that you thought about eating? Well, it's not I thought about eating. I did try to eat a lunch, but I was not able to. Um, okay. Uh, at work, I was given uh, a gift card uh, to a, a local restaurant. Um which is a cool thing that they do because it's like, Hey, you worked really hard. Uh, you made a lot of money for company. Uh, here's, uh, $25 is, and it's, you can only spend it at a specific place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that feels good. Was this just for, uh, no occasion at all? Just a nice gift? Uh, no, there's like a, uh, there's like a bonus thing quarterly. Okay. Uh, and they do give you some other stuff, but, uh, that was one of the things you can get, which is a gift card. Uh, and it's to this place called uh, Purebread. Are you aware of this? Uh, I don't like the name. No, I don't either. Uh, uh, it is a chain, I think. I don't think it could be a local place. Maybe it is. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen or heard of any other ones, but uh, I don't know. But So it's basically it's the same restaurant as Panera Bread, essentially. Um but see if you can imagine what the theme is. Um, being Aryan? No. It, it's pure... It's, 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 it's bread spelled like bread. Oh, okay. Um, so there's nothing inside the... No, I guess it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's, it's a dog-themed sandwich restaurant. Okay. Okay. That's worse. Yeah, it, that's worse. I wish it was the Nazi restaurant. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, all this, all the sandwiches are named after dogs. And so if you just want a ham sandwich, you have to say, uh, I'd like a greyhound. And, and that's one of the, that's a, that's at least okay to say, but some of them are harder to say like a schnauzer. Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable ordering that. Uh, and I don't even know the rest of the dog breeds. Uh, and so there's, there's pictures of dogs all over the restaurant. And then there's TVs playing, like, cute animal videos of dogs. Okay. Like, on loop. Like, dogs, I don't know, playing with a ball, jumping through a hoop. Uh, and everybody loves dogs now. I'm not a fan of dogs. It's very, very trendy. It is. It seems... I think people like dogs because they miss having slaves. Because... Hmm. <laughs> The thing that people like about dogs is like, oh, they're so loyal to you and that they'll do okay. stuff, whatever you want to do. And, and they just want, like, it, it sucks. It, 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 the dogs suck and, you, and liking them sucks. Yeah, I'd say this is one of your hotter takes. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the big, the dog lobby is strong these days. Um, I don't think the thing you should like about an animal is loyalty. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing um cuz they've been around for a while these dogs. Yep. Um but I don't know if it's like social media has made it worse somehow. Can't be possible, I don't think. Um Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it's probably it. Everyone just wants to have slaves again and so they have dogs now. Uh I don't like the thing about the, that they like that 
that they're so loyal. I don't like that. Like, and uh, I mean, I guess they are, but that sucks. And I don't want to like, ah, this guy will like try to take a bullet for me. And he's an animal that I own. (laughs) Like, I don't like that. Not a fan of anyway. So I tried to go to this restaurant, purebred because I got a gift Uh card uh, for $25. Um, My lunch break is only uh, 30 minutes. Uh, Well, I'd like that. And I don't like, well, normally it's great because I don't eat lunch, but today I was going to eat lunch. Uh, And if your lunch break's shorter, you can go home earlier. So that makes sense. Uh, And uh, it was was a bit of a walk from work. It's like a, like a 10 minute walk, I guess, which I should have figured out. You're, you're, you're pushing it. Yeah. And then, uh, the line was too long. So I had to just go home (laughs) or I had to just go back to work. That'd be Mm -hmm. cool if I just like, all right, I gotta just quit my job. But, uh, instead I just, uh, I just walked back to work. Uh, so, uh, maybe next time I will go to purebred. Uh, but that was, Uh, that was the closest I got to having lunch this week. Do they have uh, bird scooters over there yet? Uh, no, no, thank God. Okay. I, um, I was in El Paso. I think I talked, I talked about in the last episode. I was in El Paso and I think I was there on the day when bird scooters were first released to the people. Oh no. Cause I was walking around downtown El Paso. Well, I went there in the morning and there was no bird scooters. And then I went back in the afternoon and there was these scooters everywhere and everybody was like looking at them, like confused and I saw people riding them with like glee. People were riding like some people are, you know, reaching out, sort of afraid to touch it, but curious, wondering what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, and starting to get calm and acclimated to these scooters being in their city. Yes, and uh, in Los Angeles, people have these scooters, and they kind of they'll ride them and just look miserable. But the people in El Paso were kind of riding them, and you know, um, shouting with glee and having a good time. And, uh, you just, you just know it's going to get worse and worse. And then eventually someone's gonna, I guess, probably get hit with a car on one of those scooters. Yeah. We're a pedestrian. Yeah. And then it's, uh, <clears throat> it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. But they seem cool. I, I guess when you first see them, but, uh, it turns out they really do suck. Uh, and I was in a city with them for, I think four days and, uh, they immediately, mm-hmm. immediately the charm wore off. Yeah. That's about as long as they last. Um, but maybe you'll get them over there and then you can, uh, zip over to purebred real quick. Uh, I don't think I would wear, I would ride them. I feel like I would fall off. Uh, that's fair. I don't, I don't think, I mean, I guess it's an electric scooter, so it's a little easier or something, but, uh, I, I balance not, not great for me. I feel like I would mess up. My thing with them is that legally you have to wear a helmet, but nobody does. Mm. And so you're just riding the whole time thinking like. I'm doing a crime. A cop could arrest me right now. Yeah, I, well, I feel like I'm doing a crime because I feel like I'm stealing it. Like, yeah, it's not. This doesn't belong to me. And also, I feel like I'm doing a crime because uh, you're expected to litter. Like, you're expected to just leave it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Do we talk about this? It must have not been on this show, but uh, I saw a thing where there's a company which what they do is. They just steal the scooters and then impound them, and then they charge like line or they charge the the scooter companies like fifty dollars a day to get them back. Yeah, people have been like hoarding them. And the thing is that 
they do. They like that. They they will pay you, and it, that seems illegal, right? Like that. Like, <laughs> you're just stealing the, the their stuff, right? Like you can't just charge them ransom, right? Yeah, it's one of those things that I don't think they've really figured out a way to stop people from doing it yet. Yeah, because I mean, I guess you are a lot like, oh, okay, well, no one can get to your scooters now. So, um, I I signed up to be a charger for the scooters one day. It was something I thought I might do with my life. Where you, I don't know if this sounds like getting picked up. There's a it, it, truck. It was briefly, but that's fine. Um, so I signed to be a, to be a charger for bird scooters. So that's where you pick them up with your car and then bring them back home and charge them. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody made a post on Facebook, one of those, like, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm on my grind. I'm paying my rent money with bird scooter charging. And you're like, and all I right, I thought Ooh, like this could be an occupation. For me. Yeah. Yeah. But then I got the chargers and never did anything with them. Oh, you didn't even try once. No. Um, I just have like four bird chargers in my house. But I get emails now, and one of the emails was like, uh, Scooter Amnesty Day, if you have any scooters, we'll buy them off you for $15. No questions asked. <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> so they're like, they're trying to figure this out, but yeah, these guys who are just hoarding scooters, they've got, they got all the power. It, it, I do think it's funny to mess with these, this company, because it is a shitty thing, and I don't, it's not providing a service. And also, like, like, the thing where they'll pay you to charge them, but you have to, like, like what plug them into your own electricity that you're paying for. And then it's just like, it's just like, they're just running you around and kind of offsetting all the costs onto other people. Yeah. So well, my thought process was that I, I have a uh, utilities paid with my rent. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and I prob- you probably will make money, you know, short term because the, you know, the way the companies work, they just bleed money for a while with yeah. their investment and yeah sure get in on that i guess but they are shitty companies but at the same time i feel like like all right well what i'm gonna do is just steal these all and then charge them ransom also feel shitty so i don't know don't know if i have a, a side i i support on that um yeah it's the uh the tech companies and then the the crime bosses well, it also said the company was founded by the com- the company that is stealing the scooters. Uh, it just mentioned for some reason that he's a marine, and that just felt weird. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, very cool. Like, yeah, okay, he's probably not doing this like, at, like at, from the same angle I I would, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe you know. So yeah, where where's the uh, where's the luddites of the scooter world? Where's the people that are just gonna start like smashing those things? There are people who do that, and then there's also people, really? yeah, who you can like, you can do it wirelessly, where you can just hack them so that it just erases the software from there, and then okay. and then it's just a free scooter, and that's that's much cooler. Uh, and then yeah, I say those are the good guys. Yeah, and then there are also people who just destroy them, uh, which uh, also. Seems good to me. I mean, I guess, yeah, I think that's also good. I could see, I could see people saying it's bad. Uh, I think uh, taking a sledgehammer and destroying a scooter is, is pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. Like they'll be like, oh, people rely on those, but yeah, you'll get over it. Yeah, they're starting to do like um, bird scooter bikes now too. Yeah, which there's already a thing, right? Like there's like bike share is the thing, but I guess okay, sure. Yeah. Are they electric now, bikes? I think so. This is something I've started to see around here more often. It's just like stray bikes 
on the street. Oh, yeah, because the other ones you do have to return, I think, to the right place. Yes, yeah. This is like, you can just put them down wherever. Yeah. I, uh, I've been thinking about getting a bike. Um, how's the, uh, do you guys have good bike lanes over there? Uh, don't know. Um, okay. Uh, also don't know how to ride a bike. Uh, okay. So, uh, that's going to be a hurdle. Uh, but it I, might be like swimming where you just kind of know it. Where you think you don't know, but then you're in a situation where you have to ride a bike and it turns out it's fine. Uh, it could be like that, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, again, balance, not so great. Uh, but it would, I think, it, cause I, right now I walk home from work and I think, uh, mm-hmm. riding a bike home from work wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Um, I got into riding a bike in Augusta, Georgia, and it's kind of fun, but that's a very like anti-biking place um, where if you're riding a bike on the street, people, I think, like want to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you do hear like people fucking hate cyclists and I do get that. But um, if there weren't roads, I think bikes would be cooler. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Like, if you imagine a world where there's just trains and bikes. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. But I think in a situation where if I'm on a bike, it's already scary because I'm going fast down a road and there's cars. And then the added level of, like, these people want me to die was just a step too far. So I didn't really ride my bike on the streets very often. Yeah. And there is that kind of urge to, you know, maybe just quickly open your door while this guy's driving near you and maybe he'll hit your door and fly into traffic. And that would be nice to see when you, yeah, when you see, funny and when you see a cyclist, funny. it is a nice thing to think about. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, you don't want to be on the other side of that. Yeah. So uh, that's what okay. I had for lunch. Great. Um, so you, did you go inside them? So you went inside the restaurant. I did go on. Yeah. That's why I saw all the dogs. Or the pictures of dogs. Okay, and do we want to assume that you would have eaten the greyhound? Uh, no, I don't. This, uh, I, I, had, I was going to look at what they had on the menu, um, but I, I would probably order whatever one is easiest to say and also is food that I wouldn't mind eating that much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you which one's the greyhound and which one is the other kind of dog. Okay. Uh, um, but do it, you want to give us a, a star review to the idea of getting a purebred? Uh, one star. Don't like it. <laughs> okay. It sucks. Just go to Panera Bread. Um, okay, so I'll review my lunch now. Yep. Uh, yesterday for lunch, I had Trader Joe's orange chicken. Mm. Um, have you ever had that? Uh, no. I don't like orange chicken. I don't think fruit and poultry should go together. I've always okay. been anti-orange chicken, strongly. Okay. Um, I, I think I have had some like pre-made foods from Trader Joe's though, and it was pretty good. I've um so for most of my life, I've thought that all frozen Chinese food was bad. Oh, this was frozen. Oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had like other people like, uh, PF Chang's makes a frozen general sauce chicken or orange chicken or something. Yeah. Um, and it's bad. And then like probably Chili's makes one or TGI Friday's makes one. Yeah. Um, and it's always pretty bad. Like just the sauce comes out weird. The chicken comes out weird, but the Trader Joe's orange chicken is good. You, um, 
you cook the chicken first on a skillet, like in uh, oil, and then you add in the sauce afterwards, mm. which I think makes the difference because like the P.F. Chang's, I think you just put it all in at the same time. Is this, uh, when I would eat like frozen type meals, there's a lot of interesting like developments in how they have you prepare them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember when a thing comes with a sauce, sometimes what they will tell you to do is you take this frozen sauce packet, packet and then they just you just sit it in a cup of hot water for like... Yes. Is that what they had you do? This is an interesting thing about this is um, I think the freezing temperature of this sauce is very high maybe because it's not completely frozen when it's sitting in the freezer. Oh, okay. So there's some of these sauces you get and they're just like a solid block of ice. Yeah. Um, this one, if you just kind of like let warm water run over it for 30 seconds, it's good to go. And then sometimes they'll tell you to like massage the sauce packet and that's, don't like to yeah. do that. Um, this one, yeah, you might need to massage it a little bit, but it's, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. I don't want it to be part of the instructions though. <laughs> I let, when, when I would, there are things like that though. And they tell you to do this stuff like. Uh, like wrap loosely in a paper towel and place it in the microwave. I do like to try to follow the instructions uh, exactly uh-huh. so that I'm getting the intended experience. Uh, so I do do all the weird things that they do. Also, I've yes, go ahead. What well, I stopped flipping. You're flipping. I no, I've stopped flipping. What does that mean? Um, so this is my, one of my hotter takes, I think is that you don't flip you don't, food. <laughs> oh, you never, I never flip the food in the oven, in the microwave. If it says cook it for 10 minutes and then flip it, then cook it 10 more minutes. I just cook it for 20. And this is with everything. Everything, yeah. Steak, not going to flip. Uh, okay, steak might be a little bit different, actually. Mm, okay. I think but if, you know, if you're baking stuff in the oven, I do think you probably don't have to flip it usually. Like if I'm cooking French fries in the oven, yeah, definitely. I gotta flip every single fry. No, because also you lose track of which one's flipped and which one's not. It's hard. Yeah, you gotta color code them. <laughs> yeah, you have to take a picture uh, and then compare and see. Okay, this one's flipped. This one's not flipped. Uh, I think the most I would do with French fries is I would just give the pan a big shake. Yeah, that's fair. So they don't like stick to the the pan too much. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. Maybe some of them will get will have been flipped, but I'm not gonna. Not going to go in there and flip each one. But uh, yeah, I've decided to stop flipping things. Uh, I would also I would try to like, like I, would, I was eating these White Castle uh, microwavable burgers for a while. Mm, those are good. They are good. And uh, I would feel like uh, a cool technique you could do is you separate the bread and the meat and the, well, not the cheese is kind of stuck, but if you separate it into three pieces first, and like, and then microwave it. It's better than if you just put it in there microwaved. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, because I feel like you're loosening them up a little bit. Okay. You're uh, you're adding a little bit of fanciness. You're or you take ramen and then and then you put an egg in there, and now it's like it's a real meal. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, that is nice. Those White Castle burgers, they uh, they're kind of wet. Uh, not when I make them. If you cook them the way they tell you to, just by like opening up one side of the the plastic and then leaving them in there the whole way. Oh, huh. That I feel like I remember the instructions being you open them up and then you loosely wrap them in a paper towel. That's what I would do. Okay. So maybe we got maybe different uh, iterations of the formula. 
Yeah, as I remember it, you open up one side of the plastic and leave the two burgers inside the plastic, so they kind of steam up inside of there. Oh yeah, mine were also singles, so we must have had. Uh, mm. Mm. But I la- I've last eaten these uh, a couple years ago. Okay, I'm not eating better yeah, stuff now. I just uh, got tired of that. There was a while in my life, I guess in high school, where I ate those for breakfast every day. Wow, for bre- okay, so two last, two White Castle cheeseburgers for breakfast. Last podcast, you you mentioned that there are certain foods that are kind of looked down upon to have for breakfast. Uh, yeah, and you mentioned soda, and I think you uh-huh. said a burger is is looked down upon. Uh, yeah, speaking speaking from experience, <laughs> there. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I don't know about that. People, uh, they look at you differently when they know that you eat burgers for breakfast. And, and everyone can tell when you're, when you're out somewhere and they're like, that guy just got done eating a microwave hamburger and it's 9am. Yeah. They, they know. Um, and look, I say there's nothing wrong with it, but this isn't the breakfast cast. I'm not gonna, <laughs> no, I'm not going to give my breakfast hot takes. Mm, bre- because, hey, breakfast hot take. I say, uh, great food. <laughs> oh Yeah. Off the McDonald's menu? Uh, sure. The hot takes platter? Yeah. Um, I've also had soda for breakfast, but like I said, uh, not the breakfast podcast. Yeah, I've definitely had soda with breakfast. Well, I mean, I guess, I yeah, I'll drink, I'll drink, because uh, I'll just have it on my desk from last night. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, mm, lukewarm soda, have a sip. And uh, when you're getting ready for work uh, within 10 like 10 or 15 minutes and you're just sort of doing the bare essentials. Uh, it's a great thing to drink when you're living like that. Uh, are we talking diet soda? Uh, lately I've been, um, getting all of the store brand sodas and trying them out and seeing how, okay. how they compare to the official versions. Uh, so some of them are diet sodas. Uh, some of them are not, uh, have you found any store brands to be better than the the brand name? Uh, yes. Um, they have uh, Mountain. It's called Mountain Shouten, which is Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. Which is Mountain Dew, and I, I'm going to say I like that better than Mountain Dew. Huh. Uh, so I don't know your experience drinking Mountain Shouten, but uh, I've never had it. Yeah. What's weird is so most of them are just called cola orange soda, root beer, right? Yeah. But then Mountain Shouten they have, and then there's also Dr. Bob. Uh, okay. Which uh, yeah, I would say is about equal to Dr. Pepper. Dr. Bob's not bad. And the, Oh, and they also have Fruit Punch Soda, which I guess is supposed to be Hawaiian Punch, but I don't think Hawaii, okay. Hawaiian Punch is carbonated, is it? No. Yeah, but the Fruit Punch Soda is, and it's great. So is it like a like a red Fanta? Yeah, but I I hate Fanta and uh, fruit punch okay. soda is great. So yeah, maybe it's supposed to be Fanta. I don't know. It's fruit punch soda, uh, but I haven't tried them all yet. Um, they have a pineapple soda, which not interested in trying really. But I think that's also like Fanta. Yeah, I guess so. Or or maybe it's like one of those those Spanish drinks that they have. Mm. Uh, you ever have nectar? No. It sucks. It seems good, right? Because it's called, like, I want to definitely try a, a thing called nectar, but it's just thick juice. It sucks. Okay. But uh, 
I like to get you if I if I am spending like not a round number at the supermarket because I have a scanner that you can use as you go along and you can see how much you spent. Uh, That's convenient. It's nice, and also you can just check out on your own without having to put all your stuff on the conveyor belt. Like huh. you just give it to them and then they go, yep. And uh, occasionally they'll audit you like randomly, but in general it's just, it's much quicker and uh, less interaction. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. It is good. It's a, that's a dream. Uh, and so uh, if, if I don't have a round number, I'll try to get a weird thing from the Spanish section or the foreign food section. Uh, so I've gotten the nectar and also there's these, these like 45 cent, like really small sodas called chubby boy, uh, okay. uh, that they have, like, I think the cola is called rock and roll cola. And, uh, I don't remember what the other ones are called, but I remember rock and roll cola. And on the cover there, there's like a little fat boy, uh, doing different sports, uh, and uh, and those are pretty good. So if you ever see those in the supermarket, recommend. Have you ever had Jamaica? No. What is this? It's spelled the same as Jamaica. Okay, but it's called. But it's a it's a Mexican tea. Oh. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've recently gotten. I've I've learned about it recently. It's yeah, Jamaica spelled like Jamaica. <laughs> if you ever go to a Mexican restaurant and you see a big jug of red stuff behind the counter oh it's red okay yeah it's like a hibiscus tea mm. um and it's really good i've it's something i just found out about pretty recently uh i don't know i wouldn't feel comfortable asking for that because then if they don't have it and don't know what i'm talking about i sound like i'm an insane person yeah well okay so here's what i say if you ever go to a restaurant and there's a big jug of red stuff behind the counter yeah you can point to it and say, what is that? Uh, okay, yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah. And if they say, Jamaica, you can go, oh, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. I guess you have to just hope that big jug of red stuff is out. And, and a lot of times it is. They want to advertise to everyone that we got the, or they know that you're going to be in the situation where you don't want to say it and not, and it not be a real thing. Yeah. You don't want to be, uh, be in a situation where, uh, your friend just pranked you and told you that there's a drink called Jamaica that is spelled like Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I would never. Uh, uh, oh yeah. So, so to back to my, my orange chicken review. Yes. Um, it was good. Um, so Trader Joe's orange chicken is the best frozen Chinese food I think I've ever had. I've been eating it a lot lately. Do they have a general sal's? I think orange chicken and general sows are so similar that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they might not. No, 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 no. See, sesame chicken and general sows are identical, except one of them has sesame seeds on top of it. Uh-huh. But orange chicken is clearly different because it's got that orange flavor, which is gross and do- doesn't go together. So Yeah, they might have a general sows. I don't know. I'm going to email them and tell them that they should. Okay. Uh, so um, what would you give orange chicken from Trader Joe's. I, so I think we'll probably figure out the scale as we go along here and maybe I'll be judging things too high or too low, Mm -hmm. but, um, this is really good, but I want to leave room for really, really good. Sure. So maybe like a four out of five. Yeah. That makes, yeah. So much better than pure bread, which I think is what I gave, uh, 
my leftover Thai food in last week also. That sounds like they're probably about equal, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I actually specifically didn't eat the orange chicken on Wednesday because I wanted to eat it yesterday so I could talk about it on the podcast. Wow. That's, I, that's brave. I want to tell the world about this orange chicken. So what did you have on Wednesday? I mean, we obviously can't do a review on it, but just, just out of curiosity. Um, I think ramen. Nice. Yeah. What kind of, uh, do you get like the packet that you have to put in a bowl yourself or do you get the one that comes in a styrofoam cup? I get the packet. Oh, really? I think the styrofoam cup is so much better. Can you put an egg in that? Yeah, of course you can. In fact, you could probably, do, do you, when you do an egg, do you fry it or do you just put a raw egg in there? I just drop it in there. Yeah, I think it would be perfect in the cup because what you have you do is you don't take the lid off all the way. And then you close the lid with the boiling water and put a plate on top and let it sit for a little while. So I think if mm-hmm. you dropped an egg in there, that would be great. Okay. Yeah. So my thing is, I also put chicken in there. Oh, okay. You're doing a lot of extra work. You're you're making. I it get pretty milk. wild in there. Yeah, you're. At that point, why are you having ramen? Uh, uh, I like the cup. I think eating out of the cup, classic, uh, classic ramen style. Uh, I think you eat you eat the same kind as I do, right? Are you still eating the the nong shim? Uh, geez, I would not know that. <laughs> With those little guys on the thing, you were. Oh no, uh, no, only you. I just love those guys, but I have never actually seen those in stores. Okay. No, I mean the the uh, Manchurian ramen. Okay. What's the company that makes all the ramen? The classic ramen company. Yeah, I think that's it. Something like that, Manchurian. It's definitely not Manchurian. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for the listeners at home, to explain this Nongshim thing, Nongshim is a brand of ramen, and they have these funny little men <laughs> on their packaging. Yep. And if you try to figure out who they are online, they don't really have much of a uh, paper trail. No lore. No names. And I believe you were you were in contact with the company at one point <laughs> I was to in, learn who they are. I was not in contact with the company. I was in contact with... A man who calls himself Ramen King, I think. And he's just like, he posts about ramen all the time. He makes videos reviewing all the ramen. I was like, hey, can you tell me who these men are? And he did respond, but he did not know either. He just said that these are the mascots, which, yeah, I know that. I want to know their names. I want to know what powers they have. I want to know, you know, how each one is different. Um, So... Let's see. In terms of being a good podcast, we should say all of our listeners, if you know about the ramen men, uh, hashtag little ramen men. Hashtag little ramen men. Um, and they're great. to Even if you don't know about them, you should at least look up the hashtag so you can see a picture of them because they're great to see. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the best mascots for any product. And they, yeah, a really... Who knows? Maybe back in in Japan or whatever, they have a lore and, and just hasn't made it across the. Yeah, they probably have. They, they probably have a TV show. They probably have a movie. Um, <laughs> they probably have uh, a Nendoroid action figure of these guys that you can get, uh, but we don't get a habit over here. Um, Funko Pops. <laughs> uh, that would be if it, if it did get over here, we would have the Funko Pops. Okay, well, that's what we want. We want Funko Pops for the Nongshim ramen guys. That's Yes, that would be great. Because why not? You know? I think a Funko Pop costs uh, 10 cents to make. That sounds about right. Yeah, and it's just a big... They have one mold, and they just pour plastic in there and just pop these guys out. 
Do you have any Funko Pops? Um, I have not. Uh, no, do you? Uh, I've been given Funko Pops. Uh, okay, I could see why people would give you Funko Pops. I don't know what that means, but um, yeah, and I, I, I can't get rid of them, you know, because that's rude. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't like having them. Which Funkos do you have? Uh, I have, um, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I have uh, Funko Pops from uh, a game uh, uh, with a Japanese name that I don't want to say. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I have uh, a Funko Pop of Gandalf. Which okay. doesn't look that bad, I guess, because he has like a, a beard and stuff. And, like he has enough extra features where, where the fact that these are just like templates with different clothes on doesn't look as obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, those guys suck. Um, cool. So yeah, for my plug this week, I want to plug the um, the Veep Funko Pops. Oh man. Um, everybody go to the store and buy the Veep Funko Pops and also watch Veep Season 6 on HBO. Yep. Um, with your Funko Pops by your side. Of your favorite character, uh, you'll definitely know. You'll, when you just look at that Funko Pop out of the box, you'll be able to tell probably which character this is because uh, they all have their, yeah. their own distinct look that comes across in a Funko Pop. Um, and, uh, I legally can't say too much, but let me just say that, um, well, no, I won't say it. I, everybody tune into Veep this season. (laughs) Okay. Uh, big surprises coming to Veep. Yeah. Uh, do you got anything you want to plug? Um, listen to Greg's podcast. Uh, yes. Donate to Paul.win. Uh, I think that goes to a Patreon, which... Uh, if you hadn't listened to the show, you probably wouldn't want to, but uh, I'm sure there's a link to the, to the normal feed on there too. Uh, yeah. Uh, donate to Paul that way. Uh, and also whenever this comes out, I think we will have music from our friend Andrew on there. Uh, yeah. God willing. Uh, if not, and uh, this will be edited out. Yeah. And so if that's on there, then, uh, if you enjoy the music, check out Andrew's podcast or, uh, his, his Patreon Yep, which is uh don't know. I'll put a link to it somewhere. Uh hi folks on Bear uh on Twitter, I think. There we go. So you can find that. Yeah. So yeah, it, don't donate to donate to Andrew. Give money to all of our friends and then once we start our own Patreon, um give money to us. Yeah, which is it's definitely coming. It's <laughs> I can, yeah, it's it's in the wind. Yep. The de- the demand is crazy. My inbox is getting flooded. The podcast isn't even out yet. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. And then that's the end of the recording. <laughs>